You have tuned in to Authors Up here on ALH Broadcasting, an affiliate of the Streaming Inspirational Broadcast Network. Your hosts are authors Ruth Griffin, Andrea L. Hines, and yours truly, Victoria Henderson Poole. We love what we do, and we know it is every author's desire to get their work to a greater audience. Authors Up is a forum for authors by authors those who are already published, and those who want to be, along with other writers and playwrights. Here, we provide an opportunity for their work to be showcased as we share our own, gain tips and tools, information and insight to not only enhance the writing process, but be able to just enjoy the journey. Those who are willing to put pen to paper will usually have a story they are willing to tell and they are invited to tell it right here. And if you are not a writer yet, no worries. We want you to be a part of our listening audience. So take notes if you like, send in your questions, or just feel free to comment on the candid conversation because it's time for Authors Up. Well, welcome, everybody. We are so glad to have you. You know, this is our favorite place to be on Sunday evenings. You have tuned in to Authors Up, and we're right here on ALH Broadcasting, an affiliate of the Streaming Inspirational Broadcast Network. That seems like a mouthful, doesn't it? But I tell you what, we are glad to be here, (laughs) and we are glad that you are here with us. And I just want my co-host to welcome you as well and say something to you this evening. Ruth, are you there? You want to tell the folks, hey? Hi. I'm glad to to be here. Glad to have you guys here. So thank you for joining us. And how about you, Victoria? Well, y'all know I am glad to be here with my bronze girls tonight. And with you two as well. <laughs> so welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> I tell you what, Victoria, it is so, so good to hear your voice. I know we missed you so much while you were gone, so I'm glad oh, that thank you are you. back with yes. us and yes. feeling good, good, good. Yes, so indeed. Praise the Lord. We usually do. Uh, on the on uh, on our program, and that's we're going to start with the weekend review. Just kind of fill you guys in on our journey and what's been going on and what's been happening uh, since we were together last week. So, Ruth, let, let me start off with you. I know you have something nice to talk about <laughs> this evening. I'm jealous. Oh. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, the last couple of weeks I've been talking about how cold it is, so I went and found myself a warm spot. So. I am All right. actually, I am in Florida, and I am enjoying the weather. Oh, my goodness. Oh. It is just, I, I was telling Andrea earlier, I, I've been walking around with just short sleeve dress on all day, and it's just breezy. The sun is out. You know, it, it's, it's still a little chilly to go to the beach, but 
you know what? It, it's just been great down here. I, I came down to help my daughter move, and she, you know, it's we pretty much got it done. We're just putting little details in place, but it's just it's just been such a different pace down here, and the weather is great, and I'm loving it. I'm coming well, back. Well, good for you. But... Well, good for you. You better come back. <laughs> enjoy. Yeah, no, enjoy. A little bit more. Yes. Yes. So you you deserve it. I'm glad you're Thank there. You. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So. So what about you, Victoria? What's your week been like? Well, the week has been um you know pretty quiet, but um I just I want to share with you guys. I just had a moment of pure joy yesterday, and that's what I want our listeners to have, is some joy during this time. I'm helping with my nephew. He's 10 years old, and he's the son of my, my niece, and um, um, he's is getting kind of antsy in the house. So I said, come on, let's go for a walk. So, you know, I'm limp, limping along, okay? But he ran, like he was running around, and he was running around me as I was walking. And I just looked at him and said, you know, look at him. You know, he's just, he's a child, and he's just running free, you know. And it just gave me, I I mean, I just really had a moment of intense joy to watch him just running. And, he, you know, he's my niece's child, and I helped raise her, and now helping with him. And I just think, I just really out there, I just thank God, you know, even during this pandemic, we can find moments of pure joy like that. It's, it's just mm-hmm. amazing. So I, I just hope, I hope joy. I wish joy for everyone listening. So that was my week. <laughs> that's, oh, awesome. that's great. That's great. And you know what? It is in the little things. Yes. It's mm-hmm. just in the little things sometimes. We work so hard and we do so many things, but we got to remember it's just just those moments, just like yes. you said, just those moments yes. that yes. take you away from and out of whatever it is that you've got going on personally. Mm-hmm. Just say, you know, look at that. Just yeah, it was that. it was it was that for me. It really was. So, what I about you, Andrea? <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> I am Come on. Still I'm working diligently, diligently uh, on my book. I've gotten quite a, quite a ways. Um, I'm almost ready for for um, uh, someone to put their eye on it. Um, okay. Not quite. I can't not quite. wait. Maybe by next uh-huh. week. Maybe by next week. Okay. okay. All right. I am, I am happy about that. And I was telling Ruth before uh, we got on the air that I, I am – The other thing that I am doing is getting myself more in balance um, Mm. because I I find that I don't have a day to myself. Mm -hmm. I don't have Mm -hmm. one day that is not appointment-driven just and and it's getting to the point where I have a 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, and 8 o'clock, and that's happening way too many days in Right. Right. And um, so I'm, I'm really, uh, when I get off of this call, I'm going to um, sit down with my calendar and just do a little brief overview of what I'm doing and how I can rearrange um, so that I can get those little moments of joy you were talking about, Victoria. <laughs> yes, just, you yes. Know, 
really getting myself uh, at a place where I've got some good self-care going on and, you know, I'm not running on empty and all those good things. So I hope by next week I'm going to have a a good report of my right. Uh, all right. Well, good. That's good. That's my goal. Yeah, that's that's a part of self care. Really, it is. Yes, it that's is. part of self care. Yes, so, I'm I'm proud of you because we've been talking about this for a minute. Yep. Absolutely. I'm going to make it happen, but I'm going to stop right here for now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to let you share a little bit about our guest. We have a very special guest on tonight, so I am really excited about her being here. But why don't you tell us a little bit about her, Victoria? I sure will. Our guest tonight, and, and I'm just happy to have her as well, is Angelia Whitestone. She is a mother of three and the publisher president and CEO of Hope for Women and Hope by the Book magazines. Motivated by her desire to encourage women and share their inspiring stories, she transformed a simple idea into an empowering endeavor when she started the Lifestyle magazine in 2005. Hope for Women magazine is headquartered in Muncie, Indiana, and is now read by over more than 1,000 women monthly. And tonight, we'll be talking to Angelia about her book, Yes, Sisters, Surrounding Yourself with Women Who Affirm, Encourage, and Challenge You. So let's welcome Angelia. uh, Some hearts out there on Facebook. And and welcome, Angelia. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Snap, snap. (laughs) (laughs) How are you tonight? I'm great. I, I'm really good. Just listening to you ladies open up. I'm like, okay, I need to hang out with them for a day or more. <laughs> I mean, Florida, this, all the joy, a, time, a moment of peace. I almost started crying. I was like, yes, oh, yes, wow. yes, the small things. And I'm like, yes, my my kind, my kind of sisters right here. <laughs> you, you can't cry. You know, I, I'm the resident crier over here, okay? Oh, okay, well, we'll be crying together. <laughs> well, we're going to begin tonight, Angela. And we're going to um, let Ruth start. And go ahead, Ruth, if you have some questions for our guests. Absolutely. And, again, we want to just thank you for joining us, Angelia. And I I love your name, by the way. Um, Thank you. And I loved your book also. Yes, sisters, it was, yeah, I, I think you have a very powerful message to share and we're going to talk to you. We're going to talk about your book in a little bit. But why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? You know, we 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 talk about the journey, the writing journey on our show. Um, but mm-hmm. there's usually a journey before we start writing. So, mm-hmm. you know, tell us a little bit about yours. You know, where are you from? What inspired you to create Hope for Women? Mm-hmm. Well, I am from, um, I'm in Indiana. I'm in a, a okay. middle America, yeah, Middletown, Indiana. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're familiar with Ball State University, Dave Letterman. That's where I, I am from. I, it's a small town. Um, and I um, <clears throat> am a mother, I'm a single mother now of a 17-year-old. And I told him, I was like, okay, I'm about to be on the call. I don't need you in your game yelling and hollering. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I have, I have, um, all together I have three amazing children. My, um, I have my, I call them my two sets, my older, my older children, and there was a 
ten and eight year gap, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> still considering them my babies. I um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um in two thousand five my journey started. Um, my dad, my well, I lost my grandmother in January of that year, and I lost my father of that year, like two months later. And so you know oh, wow. <clears throat> that that is sometimes is. It's episodes like that that happens that shows you how fragile life is and that, you know, um, you have to really um, think about where you are. And that was during the time when people in the book, uh, Rick Warren had the um, purpose-driven life and everyone was Mm -hmm. talking about what their purpose was and, you know, and and I I had asked the question, I'm like, God, what what am I here for? I wanted to know, you know, you know, I was um, became a believer at a uh, when I was a teenager, but I just felt like okay, I have to have a purpose. What is my purpose? And it was at that point when I realized that I wasn't really doing what I should be doing. I was like, well, how can I bring women together? And so I started the newsletter for uh, fifty to a hundred women. And I had already met with the gentleman five years ago that was, you know, like a mentor to me. And I knew I was supposed to do this magazine, but a lot of times you're like, nah, that's just too big. It was just, I couldn't even see myself. I'm just like, I, I'm just the office secretary. I can't do no magazine. So I, you know, five <laughs> years later, I said, I'm just going to do a magazine. I'm just going to do a newsletter. But then all of, you know, these things started happening and transition. I said, I'm just going to step out there on faith and I'm just going to just believe, you know, I've been in this box and just, you know, just stuck and I got to figure it out. And so I stepped right. out on faith that May and launched the magazine. And before I mm-hmm. knew it, I had 7,500 women following me and subscribing to the magazine. Mm-hmm. And I had to figure, I had to figure it out how do I make this work. So it was like the, the, it was, it was reverse. I had to go and figure out, okay, how do I make this work? So, and mm-hmm. six, almost 16 years later, here I am. Wow, that, that is, that's incredible. And of course, there's a whole bunch of a whole bunch of everything in between there. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, no path is ever easy, and it's never just no. A to B. It's usually A, smaller case A. You know, it's just it's riddled with a lot of stepping stones, and you know, it, it's I, I don't feel that the book is the culmination of that, but it is a product of it. So why don't you mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your book now? Yes. Okay. And and it is. It actually, the book, you know, when I was working to put it together, I had to figure out how do I um, – how do I share these women, these amazing women who came into my life when I felt like <clears throat> I didn't, when I had no clue on what to do? And so that's what Yes Sisters is. It's a book that is, we talk about surrounding yourself with women who affirm, encourage, and challenge you. It's because that's what I was needing. I, was, I had low self-esteem. I was depressed. I felt like I didn't have any worth. And I needed the confidence and I needed to be around people and women to tell me, oh, you can do this, you can do that. You know, being mm-hmm. a, um, a, a child that I was abused, as sexually abused as a child, and then I was on this, uh, spinning on this wheel of uh, sexual, emotional, physical, and spiritual abuse. So 2005, when I started the magazine, 
I started meeting these incredible women on this journey that helped mm. encourage me, to help affirm me, and help challenge me to be who I am and to be, really just to believe in myself. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so how long have you been um, – Writing? Were you uh, were you an actual writer for the uh, magazine, or were you able to hire other writers? Absolutely, to do that? absolutely not. I didn't know how to write nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know how I to. Put, I was. I had no journalism experience. I went to school for business. Yeah. I had no clue on what to do. You know, I put the church newsletter together, and that was it. I just had this great. <laughs> ideal and I had a passion and so even to this day you know even when I started the journey you know people's like well how are you going to do a magazine you know all the naysayers or the no people no sister how are you going to do a magazine Mm -hmm. you don't even have a journalism degree you don't know how to write and and I didn't but I like I had shared with my employer at that time when I had told her that I was going to start this magazine I said you do not need a degree and you don't need to have any experience to to walk out on your dream and that's just what I believe Mm -hmm. and so even with my writing experience I um, how that came with my book is I was I was talking to one of the persons that um, I was featuring her on the cover of the magazine and we were going back and forth and she's like um I said, I don't know how you've written 80 books, and I'm sure you guys have a combination of several books. And I was like, how, how have you written 80 books, and I can't even write one? <laughs> and she said, oh, you have an idea to do it, write a book? And I said, I do, I do. And this was, what I think this was 2016. And she said, well, let me, it's just like, you know, everything just opened up. She said, well, let me, um, I'm going to introduce my um, my literary agent, the CEO, to you. And I was like, oh, really? And I even, you know, at that moment, I didn't know if I did have a book in me. I just, you know, just felt like I had a story in that mm-hmm. I, I knew that my story, my journey could, you know, help someone. And so within two weeks, I had a literary agent. And I was talking to, and I had a ghostwriter, and my agents, they said, well, we're going to get a ghostwriter to work with you. Because I told them, I was like, well, I don't write. I said, I can't sit there and do all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, that, that is incredible. And, you know, I, I, as a publisher, I work with um, different authors who come to me and say, well, I have this idea or I don't know where to start or I've been thinking about this. And, you know, even with what you said, you know, all you have to do is start. I I truly, truly believe that, you know, if you can just do that, God will get you what you need. You just got to start somewhere. You do. So (laughs) that, that, that is just incredible. It is. And when I, when I think to think that, I mean, to this day, I'm thinking I had audit. I have a it's an uh, audible version, and and mm-hmm. my mom's like, "Girl, you on there?" And <laughs> and you know, the be in Target, and you see your book there, and this is like, wow! You, I never would have, I would never would have thought from 2005 to here is this this is where you go. But like you said, you just have to start. If I would have never mm-hmm. said, I I want to write a book, I would have never. Mm-hmm. It would have never came to pass. Mm. That's right. That's right. That that is awesome. And like I said, I I've really enjoyed your book and I'm gonna hand you over to Andrea and she's gonna continue she's gonna delve a little deeper into your book. 
Okay. Well, I don't know about delving a little deeper, but <laughs> there are some things that that I I do want to say. I I thoroughly I thoroughly enjoyed the book. I enjoyed uh, the perspectives, the different perspectives from uh, the the sisters that shared uh, mm-hmm. in your book. But but the common thread is that is is perseverance. Uh, mm-hmm. common thread for me it was perseverance it was trust it was believing in yourself and no no matter who these women were or what their occupations were and things like that they everybody has that piece of their journey you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and the way that that all of that was incorporated into your book, I just I think is incredible. But the funny thing for me is I started highlighting different areas. I'd look at something and I'd say, "Oh gosh, that's good," and I'd highlight it. <laughs> then I, you know, I turned around and looked a few pages, and I thought, "I'm this whole book's going to be yellow in a minute." <laughs> 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 because there were so many there were so many nuggets and I pulled some things out and, and that I that were just strong statements uh to me and one of them was when uh Chris was saying to you if the only thing you have is hope and faith but no money then mm-hmm. you don't have anything and mm-hmm. your response was you're wrong if i have hope and faith that's yes. all I need. I have everything. I have everything. Tell me a little bit more about that statement and what that meant wow. to you to be able to say that. Wow. And, you know, it's really in, when I look back, when I think back at that statement, I didn't know. Sometimes we don't know what's really in us and what, you know, how strong we really are. But, mm-hmm. I I just at that moment and at that in that space I, I that's I was just I just believed that I believe that if if you you do what you love and everything else is gonna it's gonna follow you and I was learning that in that process and when I was judged because at that point not having the resources or the know-how to do what I needed to do. And then this person was telling me, you know, well, you don't have anything. And I'm, I'm like, yes, I do. I have faith and hope, and that's all I need because if I continue to have faith and I have this hope, which, you know, something that my mom had even told me when it's like, you know, because my family I, it came to a certain point when they see me coming. It's like, nope, we don't have no money. Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember one time just being broke, and even that person um, basically robbed me. You know, because I was doing. You know, when you're passionate about something, you just spin, spin, spin because you just really want mm-hmm. your ideal and dream to go forward. And you don't. And I mean, I was so naive. I didn't know that was one of the learning curves. I didn't know people were out just for opportunities and all that good stuff. And mm. my mom told me, I said, we were just, I mean, I didn't have no money. I, you know, I didn't have no savings. I, I was really working with, I didn't have anything really to be working with. But, and she told me, she said, you know what, Angie, because that's what my, everyone calls me. They, she said, we may not have the money. She said, but one thing they cannot take from you is what's on the inside. 
what God has put mm-hmm. on the inside of you, they can't steal that from you. She said, so that's what you build upon. And that was my faith and my hope. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. Now, here's another one that I love. The dreams of our hearts, the ones instilled by God, do not die. But they can be starved and buried alive. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yep. That's saying, oh, I tell you what, um, I think that is so true. I think that is so true. Um, and, and what I don't ever want to do is starve a dream. Absolutely not. I don't want to starve a dream. And, and who is it? Somebody was said, said that the, the richest place on earth is, is the cemetery because so many people yeah. have this buried treasure. Exactly. That's true. And, and, that so and true. I just think that, Oh, I just want you to talk a little bit more about those those dreams. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I have always, you know, I've had dreams, but I didn't know, you know, I guess, you know, how to really pursue them. And I'm just, if you, one of the things, another book that I had read was The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkins. And mm-hmm. a girlfriend gave me that book, and she said, "You need to read this book because at that point i didn't I didn't know about dreaming, you know I just you know was like again, I was stuck, and I just felt like okay this I'm living my best life and there was you know it's like a burning and a passion that was inside of me that I knew that it was like an unrest and an unsettled, and i couldn't I couldn't put my finger on what it was. And when, as I began to read that book, and it talked about a, the person in the book was ordinary, ordinary had a uh, had an ordinary life, ordinary job, and just just everything was just ordinary. He, he had you know had a you know, but ordinary went on the journey, and just talked about how he took his dream off the mantle, and he just his family and different ones was told him that he you know they were naysayers and everything, and I knew that at that point there was something there was something to this magazine. It, it was going to evolve more than just a magazine, but it was going to be something more. It was going to be a tool and a, uh, um, a vehicle to something bigger, but I didn't know what it was. But I kept mm. dreaming, and it was important to keep that dream alive. This through, I mean, loss, like almost bankrupt, just a whole bunch of just obstacles is always so important to keep that hope and dream of just rolling out the bed you know after you don't cry it all night like okay how i'm going to do this how i'm going to you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and just praying and just like okay what do i do next you know um, when the magazine put two magazines on the newsstands and then the newsstand distributor tells you that they filed bankruptcy you're not going to get a penny of those 15 10 15,000 magazines that you put on the newsstand mm. it's like okay i'm already struggling so but it was is is deeper it was deeper and i said it's a dream and that statement that you said is so powerful because you just don't want to die without being able to to have something that's not been fulfilled so Right. Right. Well, I tell you what, you have, uh, I had a friend who um, wanted to do, wanted to have a magazine, and I think that's one of the, there are a lot of tough things to do, but it seemed like the, the obstacles for a magazine are just 
it's a lot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it know. is. It really. I, I don't the, know the, the, the magazine industry and that this this industry is really not even designed for people of color. You know, and mm. you have you have that obstacle, and then it's just. You know, you have obstacles of trying to break down barriers to get advertising dollars, to get subscribers. You have people, I had people early on saying, oh, well, you need um, black people don't read. They're not going to buy the magazine. It was just a whole bunch of Mm. things. And I was like, nope, I don't believe that. Nope, I don't believe that. And listening to um, pitching hope to a lot of the the white Christian publishing houses for them to advertise their clients in our book. And they would say things like they don't feel like it's tangible and, you know, what my product, they want to put their authors in the magazine for free. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it was all a part of being able to know our value and our worth. And, you know, in the sometimes the worst thing, Ruth, and you sometimes people say, you know, you done had a rough week, rough night, done lost and can't even win. And then people's like, well, you still here. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and that's when you'll get, that's when you'll get, that's when you'll get that letter in the mail from uh, someone's family member sent the magazine to someone in in the in prison, and then the yeah. and the woman writes you and tells you how mm. your magazine is, and, and you're blessing them. You know, you're like, Amen. oh, I got to get up, I got to keep going, I got to keep doing yes. it. Yes, so. yes, That's indeed, indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going, yeah. I'm going to stop because I have, you know, I have a whole yellow page here. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give Victoria an opportunity because I know she had some things to, to talk to you well, about. Too. So, yes, so, Victoria, I do. I'm going to turn it over to you. <laughs> yes, yes, and I'm, I'm going to try to keep within my time, too. And, uh-huh. Julia, can you tell us, what is a yes sister? Since that is part of the title of your book, tell our listeners what a yes sister is. Okay, I won't read it verbatim out the book, but I'll just say it <laughs> what I know. is A yes sister is that sister and those women in our life. Sometimes we call them our role. We call them our tribe. These are, the, these are the women that are cheering you on when you don't even, you can't even cheer yourself on, but these mm-hmm. are the ones telling you, go ahead, girl, you got this. Those are your yes sisters. All right now, all right. <laughs> I think I got some yes sisters right on this, this show with me. And the yes sisters aren't always telling you something positive, but if, they, if you get out of line, they're going to they gonna put you in check too. So. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> we qualify. We qualify. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, your book, your book is um, – you know, uh, we are, are, are really champions of ch- being transparent because we know that only by being transparent can we really help someone else. And your book is really transparent, and you, um, you know, you tell your story. And how how was that very challenging for you, or was it freeing for you? It was both. It actually was both, mm-hmm. Victoria. I but I knew even going in, I had. Um, I had shared that with my agent and my in my collaborative writer. I said it's very important for me to share my story because I felt like I had 
um, I was ashamed of my story, and mm-hmm. I needed, and I hid from it. So a lot of times, the magazine, you know, when I would, you know, when I know, I can't remember who asked if I was a writer, but I didn't write because I would rather for the women and my writers and contributors to tell my story. I may say, oh, I think this is a great idea, when I should have wrote that that piece. But I was so ashamed and felt like, okay, it's, it's, my life is not perfect, and so I hid. So at this point, I felt like it was very important for me to be candid so I can really show people what I really had to go through to get to where I'm at. And it looks, you know, glamorous. It looks, you know, people's like, oh, your magazine looks like this. But I said, you really have no clue of what I really went through to get to this point. Right. So it was very important. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm, I'm so glad that you did. I'm telling you, listeners, you got to get the book. <laughs> this that's my tagline. But this mm-hmm. one is, is just beautiful. It is beautiful how you, you tell your story, how you write your story, and um, all the little wonderful little nuggets like um, Andrea was saying. I mean, it's just, it's just beautiful. And um, how long did it take you to write it? Oh, let's see. I think it was um, – and see, if you – you ladies do the writing of the books. I think it's just like, oh my gosh, I didn't know. I did not know. <laughs> Ooh, it took me. It took let's see, sixteen, seventeen. It, it took probably. We talked about it in like late sixteen, and then seventeen we started to really, you know, just coming up with the table of contents. And I'm just like, well, that took yeah. like six months. I'm like, <laughs> so it took probably about three years, actually, for it to really come to, you know, everything to come to um, fruition, yeah. It's a process. Right. Wow. So it, it I, love <laughs> I love y'all authors. I love authors. I have a whole different respect for y'all. And we actually went, we actually went to, um, uh, we, me and my writer and my agent, we went to um, Illinois for a weekend, had an Airbnb. It was really intense. And then we were just barricaded in the, in this house, and it was no TV, nothing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Well, well, can you tell our listeners where they can get the book and, and how they can get in touch with you? Right. You can get the book on, on still on various sites, uh, on Amazon. Um, you can find it on Target, Walmart, Barnes & Noble, mm-hmm. and, you know, any of your major bookstores, uh, christianbooks.com, or you can go to uh, Baker Publishing and order it directly from my publisher. Um, you can get in touch with me uh, at Angie at hopeforwomenmag.com because I love um, – women connecting and people connecting with me, sharing their stories. And I I love um, sh- um, allowing women to have a platform to share their story through hope. And because someone gave me a chance, I want to give other women a chance. Um, our website is ho- hopeforwomenmag.com. Yeah. That is great. And, and I'm going to read just one quote from the book, and then I'm going to turn it over to Ruth for a tip. Um, it just says, but the truth is that any woman – can remain gracious, lovely, kind, warm, and loving while also being strong and driven. Power is Mm -hmm. at its best when it builds beliefs, provides opportunities, and strengthens others. And I I just think that's very empowering. And I think that anyone who reads your book will be empowered and just feel your heart because you really put your heart into this book. And and we just we thank you for coming. Really, we do. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hang on with us just a little bit, and uh, we're going to hear uh, Ruth's tips for tonight. All right. Awesome. 
Well, last week we talked about practicing your craft as a writer. Uh, I mentioned writing prompts and wanting to, and I wanted to go into a little more detail. Now, remember, a writing prompt is simply a topic around which you start jotting down ideas. It could be a single word, a phrase, a complete paragraph, or even a picture, with the idea being that it gives you something to focus on as you write. So the point is simply to start writing without being held back by inhibitions or doubts. So a prompt may give you an idea from which a complete story grows, or you may get fresh ideas for another piece that you're already working on. So it, it helps you build into the habit of writing, and it can be a great way to get involved in a writing community. Um, we do something like that on our show uh, called the My Time Story Time, which we are, you know, stay tuned for next week. We're going to have uh, details on our next one. So, um, <laughs> but the Internet is a great source for writing prompts. Um, there are sites out there, creativewritingprompts.com or Writer's Digest. Dot com. You can go on Instagram, um, Twitter, um, even Facebook. You know, just look them up. Just look for writing prompts, and there are great sites out there. But, you know, honestly, the best place you will find it is in your life. You know, just snatches of overheard conversation, headlines, mm-hmm. signs, words picked up from books, and so on. So there are writing prompts everywhere. And if you, you know, take a few minutes, maybe 10 minutes a day, just, you know, let something just catch your eye, let a word catch your thoughts, you know, and just write something around that. And, you know, if you get into that habit, you know, let it, you know, start journaling, you're going to make your craft, you know, it's going to spark your creativity and it will help you practice writing and help it to become a part of your day. So that's it. Awesome. Ruth, you always have such good tips for us. (laughs) Thank you. I want to help. You're welcome. I just want to help people develop their writing. Well, I appreciate that. That 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 was awesome. Those were good tips. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And and Miss Victoria, I want to tell you, it has not happened for a long time, but that was a quote that I had on my page tonight. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We always, I just shared with the listeners, when we first started the program and we would always get to this point to say, okay, what are you going to cover? What are you going to cover? And I was always going, Victoria, I was going to say that. Say that. <laughs> that well, that's wonderful how we still think alike, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, uh, um, uh, Ruth, do you have any closing remarks for us tonight? Well, I just wanted to thank our visit, uh, listeners for joining us this evening. I want to thank Angelia for being on our show and sharing her wonderful book. And just to remind our listeners, we air on Sunday nights. We do have a replay on Saturday evenings. If you're not able to get to those specific times, you can still download our pod- podcast on your favorite platform. Just search for Authors Up show. That's it. 
And, Victoria, I know you've got one final thing to say, don't you? Of course. <laughs> Listen to this. I'm going to say it again. Get the book. Get yes, the Sisters book. is worth it. you got to get it. <laughs> and also, Absolutely. if you have any um, comments or concerns or just, just want to share with us your thoughts on this, any show or have any ideas for us, please send us an email at authorsup at gmail.com. That's right, and I and I echo my co-hosts again. Angie, thank you so much, uh, not just for being with us, but for persevering through the process uh, to yes. even bring um, this magazine and bring this book to fruition because I know, I know that it's going to help a lot of people, a lot of Man. people. So thank you again for being with us. And listeners, you know what to do. First of all, you got to send up some hearts so Angie knows how much we appreciate her. (laughs) Thank you. How grateful we are that she was even with us tonight. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much. But we will be right back here. We are here every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Until then, this is Andrea Hines with Victoria Henderson-Poole and Ruth Griffin. And there's never a dull moment here at Authors Up. Up.